Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about The Bachelorette. It's Hometowns Week. Christy, we have so much to get through here. But before we spend three and a half hours going through this episode... Do you have anything to tell us? Anything happening in the wide world of Bachelor Nation? Well, we have an update to the whole Nate controversy. Okay. So, you probably don't rem- know him, but there's a guy on Hannah Brown's season named Dustin who's like best friends with Nate. And so he and Peter, who was the Bachelor, like, right before the pandemic, they have a podcast called Bachelors in the City. and Of course they do. They decided to give their take on the Nate situation, but a lot of people were not happy with what they said, because Peter even tried to make the correlation between, like, the show where, like, oh, the lead dates multiple people at a time, so how... How is that any different than Nate dating multiple women at a time in real life? Which is a weird connection to that, make. The real world is not the show. No. That That is a, a little disturbing. Um, I also think that... I don't know. I've just... I've heard, I've heard rumors and based on the sort of bachelor people the their their reaction in general seems like there's some plausibility it just seems like there's some interest in making him the next bachelor and so they have to kind of try to clean up the image yeah there's been a few too many in defense of nate speeches yeah yeah it's a little suspicious the other thing was that dustin was saying like, oh, she's not, she's a party girl. She hangs out at clubs. She's not the type you introduce to your daughter. That also didn't go over well with people. Okay, look, there is a difference between introducing your daughter to someone and someone having no idea your daughter exists. Exactly. That's, see, nobody, <laughs> that was never the thing Reality Steve started with. He never said Nate should have introduced the daughter. It's like, can you at least mention you have a daughter? Right. That's it's it's just it's like people uh, are arguing the wrong thing. Well, it's just slightly important information uh, in the context of a relationship. Yeah, Dustin also tried to claim, oh, they weren't really in a committed relationship, but like you went on trips, met her family. Like what? <laughs> Yeah, there, there. It seemed like there was a, a lot of shenanigans going, going on, going down there. Uh, and again, people live their lives in different ways, and a lot of the time in ways that we personally would definitely not choose to live our lives. But there's a certain level of, I don't know, if it's just ethical standard, perhaps that you should conduct yourself with. You would think. Uh, just maybe common sense versus i don't know it just seems like he very much 
took the easy way out was like oh oh i can justify i can justify this but oh this 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 one isn't all that serious i haven't i haven't told her about my daughter Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is weird well dustin i have no idea who you are but shame on you but again it does seem like they're trying to scrub his scrub his image i'll be uh I, I suspect I'll be disappointed, but I'm very interested next episode uh, to see what happens because it's the men tell yeah. all, and he is there. So will they continue to to scrub his image? Will they <laughs> will they uh, push for any for- sort of accountability or just be like, oh, it's it's totally fine? I'll say prepare to be disappointed. I I am expecting to be disappointed at this point given the history of the franchise oof there Uh, was also a celebrity wedding over the weekend so you know wells the bartender mm -hmm. he married sarah highland from modern family okay so he had a whole bunch of bachelor people there lots of pictures wow i just find it interesting that he like made it to like you know the actual celebrity level i mean sometimes you sometimes you get lucky and you get you you get yourself out of the out of the podcast orbit because <laughs> <laughs> of course that's that's that seems like the uh thing it's like i gotta get enough screen time so that I can get a bunch of Instagram followers and get get on one of the official or at, or at least popular Bachelor Nation podcasts. That's that's making it. <laughs> yeah, although I will say the Instagram bubble has kind of burst. People on these recent seasons are not getting anywhere near the followers they used to. Well, and I hope that just reflects the general uh, disappointment in this franchise and the direction that it's uh, that it's been going. I think that I think that it's, overall it hasn't been super positive. <laughs> <laughs> just, just uh, the just all the all the struggles they've had and the uh, the attempts to main maintain relevancy and and i put this in air quotes like reckon with their past but not really in in all of this i i think oh and and while, while we're talking about it i might as well bring this up too because it kind of factors in i think as well is it just i think that bachelor nation takes itself way too seriously i don't think that we're and and i don't know if we ever were but i don't think that especially at this point we are in a place where overall people can believe that i think that the show has been around enough long enough and a lot of people have watched long enough that it's lost a lot of its shine. <laughs> it's hard from from the perspective of it's hard to 
watch the show and not be cynical. Yeah, I'd agree. Because it's like what what is, like what is really going on? Like it's it's so it's impossible to believe that this is really at the end of the day about love anymore. Like like this is this is about fame and and you know again the like the instagram followers and the exposure and the the brand deals and and all of this uh and so you have sort of that that environment that you kind of feel you know like you have all of that this drama that a lot of it feels just so manufactured and so like some producer was like okay today we're going to introduce this so their storyline takes a terrible turn (laughs) and they just lose all connection to reality like you sort of start to feel those strings getting pulled more and so it's hard to look at that and not check out a little bit i think especially when like and this, uh, the hometowns is a perfect place for this because you know, you have all of this talk about commitment and like love is so like strong and important and and all this talk like like we're in the real world and we're not at all. It's no, like you it's talk you talk about you talk about commitment and like oh this is lifelong and it's like. But we know, like, pretty much every single couple who has come out of this show has broken up in, like, three months to a year. <laughs> there, There's no, there's no hope for these people. <laughs> the thing is, there doesn't need to be hope, though. As long as the season gets filmed, people watch, Bachelor producers are happy. Right, and so that's what I'm saying is there doesn't need to be hope. So why, why try to manufacture this hope? So like that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, it's like it takes itself way too seriously. Like why are we even ending with engagements anymore? None, like none of it matters. And so they're stuck with the formula, though. Like they've set this precedent. Like this is about once in a lifetime love or whatever so it's hard to like break that which they kind of need to because all the other reality shows are leaving them in the dust right exactly and you know and, and you have all these these other shows um you know i think uh uh was it love island that's a yeah decent love example island, of that where it's F-Boy like island where it's like it's ridiculous these shows know they're ridiculous but it it potentially works a lot better because you're not trying to you're not trying to have people suspend their disbelief so much it's like yeah this is a show about hot people like trying to find somebody to be in a relationship with whether it's like hook up with or like whatever it is but like it's it doesn't try to be this like period drama about this lifelong love that's that's formed from from these weeks of 
being on a cruise ship and stopping in Amsterdam and riding bicycles, you know, like. Yeah, they need to lighten up a bit, but I don't know that I see that happening with the main show. Paradise kind of does, but. Well, and I would argue that in a lot of ways, Paradise works a lot better. Yeah, it's, it's the stakes are lower, although they still throw in the whole engagement at the end, but it's more fun, I think. Yeah, so anyways, that's that's my my rant for <laughs> for today. I mean, I, I may rant later too, but uh, this rant at least <laughs> we will have. Yeah, it just it's hard it's hard to sit there and watch when you know they're they're trying to be so serious and this is so important and it's like this is not important. These people have no future. Like not nothing good is going to come of this but we're going to pretend that it that it will oh, wow that was an incredibly long opening segment so let's get going <laughs> oh man unless you had anything else no okay that was all i had all right let's get into these hometowns we have so many hometowns we can't even get through all of them this episode I know, I was wondering how they're going to get through seven in one episode, and they did not. Nope. <laughs> no. So we start with Gabby and Jason in his hometown of New Orleans. Yeah, this is a walk the city kind of date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, there's a, New Orleans is hipping, hipping with it. It's happening. You yeah, know, I'm you sure gotta, there's plenty to see down there. Yeah, you gotta have your dancing in the street to the to the jazz band, and I mean, I thought it was a little weird that they included this like them up on a balcony throwing beaded like necklaces to strangers, which is like a Mardi Gras thing, which often is like accompanied by flashing. I did not know this. <laughs> To me, I was just weird, like, okay, they're tossing necklaces over the balcony, like... Well, it had its origins in, like, Catholicism, and the colors were important of the beads and stuff, but no, like, uh, apparently, uh, during, the, like, the Mardi Gras parades that happens a fair bit, as people will be, like, up on balconies throwing beads down to, to women who then flash in exchange. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> There's a cultural thing for you. Uh, I, I thought it was interesting. So they they met up with Jason's dad just like in a random park. I know. Because, that was very surprising. Well, I guess it's because he wanted her to meet both his parents, but his parents are separated, so his dad couldn't be part of the later portion. <laughs> Yeah, I was just surprised that he showed up so soon. I guess because I didn't know the format of these hometowns that we'd only be seeing like two minutes of them the rest. But like he, he was like, oh yeah, you'll be meeting my dad. And then boom, he's there in the park. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, you know, his his dad seemed like a nice guy. Yeah. He, he wanted to be the best man. Yeah, he arrived wedding. basically crying already. You know, he, he was... <laughs> He was very, very invested in this. Way more invested than I am. Yeah, I mean, considering he's never met Gabby before, it's a lot. He's like, you're projecting happiness and calmness. 
Yeah. And they yeah. ate beignets. Yep. Which are some sort of pastry. I don't even have a freaking clue. It's like the New Orleans donut or something. I don't know. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, don't let, don't ask me to spell that. Freaking, <laughs> freaking <laughs> French pastries. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, reception positive. Yeah. All of these were so quick. It was hard to keep track of who who was who yeah later on she met his mom karen sister kelsey and i think sister's boyfriend (laughs) it's always funny to me when they when they have somebody like that go along you know whoever that person is for sure doesn't care like no i think they just needed somebody else that it wasn't just meeting two people yeah they didn't want it to be too too awkward (laughs) The mom is like crying already. <laughs> and she like comes, she comes in, and the mom is just like, <laughs> uh, yeah, these uh, these reactions crack me up. His sister was like very invested. Yeah. Oh, she in, was in Gabby. She was four hundred percent for this happening. <laughs> yes. She's like, he's glowing. And she's, oh, she was just, she was ready for this. She to was happen. talking him up a lot. Oh, yeah. Very, very high opinion of Jason, which I mean, I guess is a good thing for a sibling, but. She was also like very like TV ready, I noticed. Just like <laughs> the whole like look she had. Look, if you're going to get a couple, a couple minutes in the spotlight, you got to be ready, okay? Mm-hmm. Got to get those Instagram followers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Ah, man, this kind of, this took a turn for me. With Gabby and the mom? Well, not so much that. I, I, I just said, his mom is too much. I mean, there's kind of this theme running through that, like, Jason is, like, quiet. Gabby isn't so, like, would that work? The mom thinks it would be a good balance. Right. I'm, what I'm talking about is the turn where he doesn't see himself proposing at the end of this yeah so not realistic to get engaged at this point maybe it'll change in the next two weeks that's Uh, real reassuring (laughs) yeah his mom was shook (laughs) she was she was invested in this and not super happy that that he's just like meh it's funny that his family is like more on board than he is (laughs) yeah his his family was like marry her now yeah do it and he's like "Mm, i don't know i'm just maybe not feeling it i just don't understand why people come on this show if you're not ready to get engaged in six weeks the followers yeah but i don't know the guys don't even get that many anymore i don't know Look, maybe maybe things will change if if people aren't really getting a super huge uh, social media boost and and the kind of fame that that people in the past have gotten. I mean, I, didn't it used to be like if you had a popular person on the show, they'd like get a massive increase. Like, aren't, don't don't some past contestants and leads have like over a million followers and stuff? Oh yeah, there was like a a few year period where if you made top four you'd have half a million at least 
but now it's like i don't know that anyone has even over a hundred thousand right now it's it's really low well maybe maybe this will be a positive change for for the show maybe it'll prompt some shifts in terms of the the types of people that we get i mean i i hate to go back to nate but like we've seen we've seen this before and i i I don't want to speculate as to the motives but it seems like we've had a number of situations like this um even clayton right or no not clayton but um matt where you get this person who is good friends with someone who found fame on the show and then they get shuttled they're like oh that could happen to me (laughs) i could get a half a million followers uh yeah sign me up so that it i will be watching this with interest because i i would be personally very happy if this shifted the landscape of the show a little bit in terms of the contestants and people involved if if the social media bump is not really much of a thing anymore maybe we'll get a different type of person in the future i mean i wouldn't count on it but it's possible i guess it's 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 a it's a sweet sweet thought (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh yes gabby is falling in love with justin r.i.p yeah sorry all right yeah i don't see this ending well really (laughs) (laughs) yeah there'll be tears about this for sure yeah maybe he'll come around maybe maybe he'll be ready in a couple weeks (laughs) uh man well how about rachel and zach yeah rachel and zach so anaheim hills which is presumably in california yeah i think so mm-hmm. so they ride bikes again uh-huh look you gotta you gotta ride the bikes because they gotta go he's like i'm taking you on a trespassing date <laughs> <laughs> yeah they climb a ladder and then they're on top of a building i guess at the airport so they can airport like outside the, it was like an industrial district or something nearby the airport yeah watch the airplanes because that's they have a connection because both their dads <laughs> took them to airports as a kid to watch planes isn't that rom- romantic isn't that romantic there was a couch on the rooftop and everything <laughs> oh oh so so romantic oh so later, she meets his mom, Megan, his dad, Chapman, and then I think sister, aunt, and uncle. Yeah, there's a, there are there are a lot of a lot of people here, and just the absolute highlight for me <laughs> was that, and I di- I didn't know this beforehand, but Zach has a famous uncle, the one and only Patrick Warburton who is freaking hilarious uh, and is in one of my favorite movies of all time, The Emperor's New Groove, as Kronk, 
one of the best characters of all time. <laughs> and I was very I was very surprised because I was like I saw him and I was like wait, is that is that Patrick Warburton? Cuz then he he just had he just had one one line where he like he made a joke about uh, something about how like the other guys didn't have a chance with her. And it was like it wasn't like the most amazing audio because he has a very distinctive voice, and so I was like, "Wait, is that him?" And then I was looking, and I said, "I was like, I think, I think that's him." But then you didn't see him again, and so I googled it, and it was him, and I was very excited about that. So, definitely rooting for Zach now. <laughs> I, on the other hand, did not know who that was, although Aww. I thought he looked familiar, but I didn't have a clue. Oh no. Uh, well, he has been in stuff I've watched, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, like ninety nine percent of people have seen something that he has been in. He, I mean, he he does a lot of his stuff has been voice acting, but he is also made physical appearances as well. I mean, he was in Get Smart with Steve Carell, which is a hilarious movie. He was in Agents of Shield, yeah, apparently, I mean, which I've seen. So he's quite he's quite prolific but uh this is this is actually about zach so (laughs) (laughs) is it uh apparently uh apparently so how did you think that his uh his the rest of his family reacted to to i mean they seem on board i mean the dad noticed that his son is enamored um mom can see the love in his face i mean they're like understandably concerned about the other guys like all the parents everybody is (laughs) everybody Um, is i mean he sat down with his dad and his dad said your heart might be broken but it might be filled with awesome rachel love forever which (laughs) sounded like (laughs) something out of a romance novel (laughs) hey dad let's let's not get ahead of ourselves Uh, i don't know if you want to i don't know if it's gonna be forever Rachel Love Forever. Mm. What I did think was really cringy, though, was they had footage of both of their dates. Oh, yeah, they all, they all, they, like, set up this projector outside on the lawn, and they all pulled up chairs. The whole family. It's like Patrick Warburton is just watching them make out It was so weird. Yeah, his his dad said, he's like, you know you're not married yet. It's like, (laughs) you think that stopped them? No. Like, if... He's going to be having sex with her next week. (laughs) Come on. Come on, bro. You should, you should know all that is out the window. (laughs) So afterwards he tells her he's in love with her. Oh yeah. He's the first one to say it, I think. Hmm. And uh, man, it's just, it's going so well. It's going so well. I mean, I think that think that that things are going pretty well for them he has a pretty strong chance it seems yeah. like mm-hmm. anything else nope i mean we barely see any of these were so quick i know i i was uh, kind of cracking up how you you pan across the living room when they arrive patrick warburton says the line and then gone gone until you just see him for a brief second in a lawn chair 
<laughs> and then that's it. I personally wanted to see more of him this episode. And less, less of Tyler. I was out for a segue. <laughs> oh, J- Gabby and Johnny are next, though. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about... I didn't want to talk about Turtleneck, bro. Was he wearing a turtleneck? <laughs> not not in this oh, not okay. in this uh, episode, but he has worn many turtlenecks. Or that may not be fair. It may have been just the same turtleneck since they have to just bring <laughs> a limited wardrobe. Um, but yeah, so Palm Palm Beach. Yes, and we immediately go and see his family. We don't even see a a day portion well because and he said something about this something like i want to get it out of the way so that we can go so that i can like introduce you but then his idea of introducing her was literally just spending some time on a boat yeah i don't know if there was something else they did or not but that's the only activity we saw was them riding on a boat <sighs> i don't know if because they knew they had so many hometowns, did they just cut the activity short or did they do all the activities and we're just not seeing them? I mean, it's very possible that they all did much more and they were like, well, we can't afford to put four of them in another episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. This, yeah. this whole hometown was basically like, Johnny is not ready. Well... And which is just, it's funny because this whole date was essentially Johnny saying Johnny isn't ready. Yeah. Like, I feel like everybody else was like, Johnny, you're ready. <laughs> but yeah. he was, he was the only, only obstacle. Cause like his family was all about, you know, I was like, oh, you guys are so great together. I I, am skipping ahead here a little bit, and we can go back if you have other observations, but I was kind of cracking it up about how, so Johnny and his dad have a little bit of a heart-to-heart on the porch of, of their house, and his dad's message essentially was, don't be an idiot. <laughs> because, you know, he's just like, Look, like what like what are you what are you scared of? Like you're you're fine. Like you're you're a decent upstanding person. Like you have this going for you like anything you're worried about can be totally worked out. <laughs> I did think it was really funny though because he was like listing like a bunch of things and when he got to the financial part he's like, "Well, you guys will walk that road together." <laughs> Basically saying he might not have much money. I don't even remember what he does. Oh, I don't either. But uh, wait, look, what is, that's so true, though. It is. It's just a funny thing for his dad to say on national television. Like, look, we the entire family knows you're not doing so hot on the financial front. <laughs> <laughs> no, who know? Like, who knows what that actually actually means? with his finances but yeah i mean it's i thought it was great advice and really you can't uh yeah you nobody's gonna be 100 percent quote-unquote ready for a relationship like that's not how life works 
I just feel like on a normal season, Johnny is someone who would have been eliminated in like top six or something. He did Interesting. Not, he did not seem like he was somebody who should have gotten a hometown. I would I would agree with you with the caveat that I th- I think that there was a lot that we didn't see. That's yeah. So, that's true. So uh, yes, with the amount of footage we saw, he should have been eliminated earlier. But I with the so much footage not being seen, I think that there's probably more of a relationship that we don't really know about. Yeah, that's possible. Or or it's entirely possible <laughs> that they've just been hemorrhaging men this whole time and so she she didn't you know, she didn't have the flexibility. She needed to make a cho- <laughs> a choice and bring another person along with her and uh he made that cut. We may never know. Well, we will know, I guess. Uh when we have the the cut next episode and and see what ha- what happens, but yeah boy so now we can get to rachel and tyler okay fine i'll talk about these idiots rachel starts off saying they are the most far behind Mm -hmm. dun 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 look i feel like anybody with eyeballs could see that tyler was not going anywhere no (laughs) and i will say I don't remember if I said this on the episode or not. But I predicted that we would have, since, basically, since we had so many people to get through, I was like, you know what? In order to fit all these in one episode, you know what's going to happen? We're going to have one of these ladies send one of these guys home before the hometown and then the other is going to send two home and was i totally right no no i was not i was not totally right whatsoever (laughs) i was only partially right but i will take being partially right because this is what happens to tyler he doesn't even get to introduce her to his family so so sad which I feel like too, and this is bias on my part, I'm not gonna lie, but I feel like if I went on this date with Tyler, I would send him home too. You mean all the carnival games and stuff? Yes, n- not because I dislike carnival games. It just seemed like he maybe lived there, like at the carnival. <laughs> <laughs> Like he probably works there, right? But like, think of so. Let, let's just talk about, it, and this will be apparent as as we go for through. Because uh, to talk about, describe this date. I mean, it's just a bunch of rides and games. They rode on a Ferris wheel, and then like weirdly met up with some of his like distant family members and friends. Right, but. He didn't just meet up with them. They were like working the booths. That's what I'm saying is like, I think yeah. he actually lives at the theme park because he was saying, what? look, he was, I know this sounds crazy, but he was, when they were on the Ferris wheel, he was like pointing out, 
different things as they were going around. And it said he said he lived attached to something. And so I'm not sure like it's plausible that he like lived attached to the theme park. Because like all of his he he was introducing to her, her to all of these friends of his. Like his best friend works at the theme park. All of these like cousins that he introduced her to all were working at the theme park. I like I thought he was just saying like, oh, my house is like over that way or something. I didn't, I don't know. I think that was his parents' house, perhaps. Look, I think, I think that like his, his, all, his entire family and extended family works at that theme park. I don't know if they own it or what's going on, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's possible. I don't. I guess I missed that. I just, and I don't want to sound too mean here, but I don't know if I would be interested in marrying someone who worked at a theme park. Would you date someone who lived at a theme park? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> Some major major theme park worker discrimination here. Oh boy, yeah, I don't know. It was just weird to me that is that it theoretically his entire life was theme park based. That was probably the, the just the weirdest thing to me. So, oh yeah, man, their paths diverged here because he was so stoked to bring her to his family and she was starting to spiral (laughs) i know and he's not good at picking up on like body language facial expressions because they like sit down and he's raving on and on about the most incredible day incredible person lucky to get to know Mm -hmm. you i mean oh that's actually what she was saying but (laughs) her face was like Right, she was she was so sad looking. She was so obviously immediately pre-cry. Yes, like voice quivering. Her face was like bright red. <laughs> it was yeah, I mean and that's I don't know, part of me was like does he does he really just have zero clue what's happening here? Or is he, like, trying to persuade her that he should continue? No, I feel like he didn't know because he even said, I'm so in love with you. Like, I don't feel like you would say that if you know you're about to get broken up with. I mean, yeah, I guess unless unless it was, like, a Hail Mary last-ditch attempt. Like, I love you. You shouldn't send me home. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't seem to have very much awareness no and finally he gets it when she's like i'm struggling not feeling 100 (laughs) percent right i think she said there at the end it's like this is this is family this is a big deal yeah and so he had to go which again i totally predicted this so you're welcome i mean I never thought he had much of a chance. He was just too too much of a baby. Yeah, he was very, like, puppy dog-like. Yeah, and that can only get you so far, being a puppy dog. 
Sorry to say it, Tyler, but it's true. I also wanted to talk about this coat that she was wearing on this date, which was terrible. It was like this two-toned cream and tan coat. (laughs) It cost $800, I saw. And then, so Carrie Fetman is the show's stylist, and he posted this on Instagram and then deleted it. So he said, okay, before you all start going after me about how I hate her and need to be fired, let me be the first to say you're right. This outfit is bad. This is what happens on hometowns. We packed for the whole week while we were in Amsterdam and sent them alone on their hometowns voyage based on the weather that is forecasted. But like everything else, weather changes. Sometimes a date has to change and so forth. But we realize an unexpected storm is coming and the temperature drops. We always hope we have sent extra pieces to move around, unfortunately, for the boardwalk we hadn't. <laughs> so at the last minute, we just sent whatever raincoat we still had. And not being there, I can't just run into a store. Add in the fact that she couldn't even wear a wedge or block heel and presto comes this. Of course, Rachel, being fun and easy, just tied the sleeves as tight as she could, put on the sneakers with a smile and just went on her merry way. I don't know. I I don't know if I really buy all that. I've seen a decent amount of talk on the Bachelor subreddit about wanting to get rid of this woman. It's a man. Oh, man, sorry. <laughs> Gary Fetterman. <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> uh, yes, get rid of this man. Um, sorry, I heard Carrie. It's 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 a understandable mistake. Uh, uh, yes, my apologies. But, yes, I have seen several comments, at least, being like, what, what are we even I mean, doing anymore? That red dress with the giant sleeves from a week or two ago. That's horrendous. I keep seeing um, like people in Bachelor Nation podcasts and stuff saying the leads get to choose what they want. But I'm saying that red dress should not have been there for her to choose in the first <laughs> place. Look, I totally I totally agree with you. It's, it's maybe uh, one of those things. So answer me this. Has has he been with the show like the entire time i think basically is as long as i've been watching i think he's been there maybe time for some fresh blood i think so i mean the show's been around for what like 15 years since 2002 20 years yes (laughs) i mean i don't know if carrie fetton was there at the very beginning just yeah maybe it's time to get somebody with a refreshed some updated yeah, styles. Some updated style. I mean, come on. We got to bring this show into the present, you know? Into the present. Uh, how did he. <laughs> what about him going back to his family? <laughs> oh, that was so sad. <laughs> I mean, I guess they were like, well, we already have the family waiting. We may as well film them. With right, him walking in by himself, and the mom not cluing in. <laughs> <laughs> like, where, where is she? It's like, do you see the look on his face? He's <laughs> devastated. She's obviously not coming. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, as as the t- post on social media you saw last night said, uh, I guess his, the, I guess the unawareness runs in the family. It seems like it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was also 
cracking up. Yeah, and again, it was probably he just didn't know, but that tweet you saw about him trying to filler, f- filibuster <laughs> filibuster his his breakup. He just kept talking. Uh, he would not stop. It was just he constant was stream of just word vomit about how he felt about her and how awesome she is and all of this. And it's just like, bro, read the room. She's dumping you. You're only <laughs> sitting on this bench because she is not going forward with you. Ugh. Yeah, it was a breakup bench. Mm-hmm. Though we did, look, this wasn't all bad. We saw that apparently they have a black producer. <laughs> so progressive of them. I know. Oh, so, so wonderful. We're, we're really, we're making such great progress. Probably don't have any Asian producers, though. <laughs> I mean, who knows? <laughs> uh, this show doesn't have any problems whatsoever. No. Well, let's move to the most emotionally devastating part of the show. Yeah, Gabby and Eric. You know, I kind of felt like this felt too real for The Bachelor. Almost like we were intruding, like we shouldn't have been watching this whole interaction with Gabby and his family. Mm-hmm. And like, she ended this date pretty, pretty, uh, pretty positively. And I may eat my hat here, but I'm saying it now. This is too. This is too much. It's too much, and he has to go. Oh, you think she's gonna eliminate him? I do. Yes. Yeah, I. I think this is just. It's too dark. It's too real world. For this this show. That's. That's what I think. Cause. Uh, and I guess we'll, we can talk about it in the context of the actual date. So he brought her to a park for a talk uh, because his father is dying of cancer. I guess he was, uh, he's been fighting it for three years and he basically, he should have died several times through that an outdoor park is the perfect place to reveal sad things like dad's dying of cancer do do you remember uh i feel like he said something about how he he had like talked to his dad about the cancer stuff at that park or something like it had some significance to him but I don't I don't recall I don't uh, specifically so yeah this is uh, this is real heavy <laughs> uh, yeah. and as I've said before with things like children like I feel like you can only get so heavy on this show like with the people involved and it's just it's and maybe maybe look I generally have a pretty high opinion of Gabby as a person uh and that may be unearned but that's just sort of how I feel so maybe 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 this will be different but that's sort of my first reaction uh to to this um because basically his, his his dad is living on borrowed time I mean as we see um 
at the end of the episode, his father is now dead. Yeah, like, I think he died in July. So, so that's 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 very sad. Yes, it's very sad, and it's also just a very difficult thing. Yeah, I mean, Gabby. If there's anyone who could handle that sort of thing, it probably would be her, considering her job. True. I mean, she is a she is an ICU nurse. Um, can we can we talk about something funny for a second in all this sadness? Um, so when they showed up at the house, it was Eric's parents, his sister, I guess, and then his grandparents. And his his grandfather was like, "Oh, I know who you are. I saw Clayton season." <laughs> this like eighty something, ninety something year old guy just like apparently off off watching off watching The Bachelor. Uh, that was that was pretty funny. funny. Um, but yeah, so t- t- just talk to me about this date. Tell me everything. Well, later they go out to eat. Is that the part you're talking about? No, I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about the time with his parents and. Just I all mean, of it. I didn't, I didn't have much on the time with his parents. I was just kind of watching it because it just felt just intrusive and too real, too sad. If and if this show knows how to do anything, it's make you feel uh, bad that you're watching things that you feel like you shouldn't yeah like this almost like this should not have been filmed kind of thing right because they had some time talking to his father there uh they had time uh talking to his mom and this is the sort of thing that i was talking about earlier in terms of like the show taking itself so seriously and i know that like this this is a little bit different here but like his mom talking about how important commitment is to the family and how like because like she's stuck through him with this and like marriage to them is this lifelong thing and it's just like this is a wonderful little moment within this thing but it doesn't feel like it fits within this show (laughs) no because like i said before it's too real right and that's why i worry about about his future (laughs) on the show and maybe yeah maybe i'm wrong and like you said i i I would agree with that that if anybody could on the show handle that it it would be gabby it's just like well okay so we're in the last couple weeks of the show if i choose you i'm gonna have to support you through your father dying in the near future like that's just like a reality a reality and pretty much guaranteed that's yeah that's That's very heavy that's real freaking heavy so i don't know maybe i'll be pleasantly surprised i mean he does seem like a decent a decent guy and he uh seems to have a a good family um and it was sad to sad to learn that his father had passed away you know so I don't know. I we'll we'll see. I also noticed 
Did you pick up on this when they went out to eat later? He mentioned something about coming to see her on the boat. As in, there was a scene of him, like, visiting her room while they were maybe Amsterdam or whatever that we just didn't see. I mean, there's a lot of stuff we didn't see. I don't know, because... Was he saying that he had talked to her about his dad at that point, or...? I thought it was something about falling in love i don't know i'm not sure i mean there's so much we didn't see here we didn't see like half of the season three quarters of the season to be honest with you so uh it's tough to but yeah he mean he's fallen in love with her and and she says it back yeah she says it back which is a pretty big deal which is why i'm like man like she seems to be into him and seems like she could actually deal with this but at the same time i know this show (laughs) I mean, look at her other two options, though. Johnny is, like, scared of engagement. Yeah, and then also Jason, who doesn't actually want to... Think he's going to get there. So Uh, that leaves her with Eric. She's only got three guys left. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, she may be stuck with him. So Uh. our last hometown is Rachel and Tino and Santa Clarita. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they basically immediately go see his family. We don't see any date earlier. Why would we? We don't have time for that. No. (laughs) Also, I thought it was interesting that the mom mentioned there's four other guys here. I don't know if... I think she wasn't she just talking about, like, the competition? Yeah, it's just... Well, I just took note that she said four instead of three others maybe there's a dark horse hiding somewhere (laughs) i don't know i wouldn't i don't trust the families (laughs) and the information they may or may not have yeah so this was another uh yeah this was a doozy (laughs) because mom we meet the mom dad joe and mother brother mateo which i don't think we ever saw mateo talk no no he was just there to look pretty and, like, Tino is very confident. Probably the most confident of any of the guys left for either woman. He's like, she'll send the rest of the guys home and I'll propose. Like, yeah. it's a done deal. Uh, I just, yeah. The, the His family is not on board with this. No, especially the dad. The dad, <laughs> like, grilled her. <laughs> he starts off like, I got a lot of questions. And boy, did he. <laughs> <laughs> this is like why like, <laughs> uh, like do you know enough about her i'm having a hard time believing a whirlwind fairy tale trip can prepare you for marriage which he's not wrong but also this is a tv show mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you kind of just have to roll with it yeah, and then the his whole the the mom situation. She's like, she's just like, yeah. Am I like, am I gonna be like mending a broken heart or planning a wedding? Like, I don't know. I don't know what to do here. Also, mom was like, "This is not real." And Gabby's like, "Well," or sorry, Rachel is like, "It kind of is." <laughs> oh man, I let me just bring up again. Get, and I know we're talking about Rachel here, but the the conversation filler that happens on this show is ridiculous, and it ha- it it's more egregious with Gabby than Rachel, but Rachel does it as well. But Gabby's whole like, yeah, like when she's having a conversation with somebody, 
They sent me, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you gotta add yeah. the, yeah, yeah. The, like the, the, the like inflection yeah. she has. I just, oh, <laughs> so annoying. Uh, <sighs> but yeah, they're very, very much, uh, it's just it's so quick. You know, it's like, how, how are we supposed to deal with this? This is like, you know, you're, you have all these other guys. It's just very, like, constant question. <laughs> and then, oh, man, the, probably the most brutal thing of all, bringing up that this is her second season and she already, and she already tried with Clayton. <laughs> oh, you know that stung. like this is you know this, like this is your second go around yeah uh, and she, he's also like are you doing this just to get married or do you really like tino just brutal <laughs> and then afterwards when they're outside rachel's like they hated me and tina's like no they adored you I'm like no that that's not true <laughs> that is a lie tino and then he like tries to save it by like saying i'm falling in love with you yeah, which she she reciprocates, yeah, she which says is it back. Which is, uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know, man. It's just a little. I'm still, I'm still on the fence about Tino. I just his his whole reaction the past couple episodes really kind of put me off of him. To be honest with you, I mean, she's only got three guys left now at this point, so it's true. And I want her just, to be related is, to Patrick Warburton. <laughs> this is such a weird ending to this season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we don't even get to have the date with with uh, Aben. Oh, I forgot about him already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's next week. It's, it's uh, before or in a, uh, amongst the men tell all. Yeah, I guess the men tell all didn't have much in it that they can afford to use part of the time for hometown i i guess but well you got anything else for us nope it was a packed episode Mm-hmm. it really was well we have 43 kisses wow <laughs> not a lot not totally surprising given our lead situation but yeah it's a lot a lot of kisses oh so many you have no idea the pain it causes me <laughs> have to pay attention to this i'm glad you have that job no i no i'm not <laughs> i'm not at all i do it because i believe in this show <laughs> and that's the only reason it's the only reason christy how can people get in contact with us uh you can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or Follow us on social media, um, on Twitter and Instagram at Group Dates Podcast. Excellent. Yes, and find us on YouTube. Woohoo! Well, I, sometimes we have guest stars for our men or women tell all. I don't think that's going to happen this time. We're just going to have a regular old boring episode. But hopefully. It'll be an episode free of landscaping noise next week. That how <laughs> how what fun that would be. Oh, we can hope. We can hope and dream. 
that the stupid people don't come around with their weed whackers and lawnmowers. <laughs> <laughs>